And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again, another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, as we always do. Save our hotline number in your phone. At some point, you may need it, 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline Tampa number at 813-750-0550. Call or text that line. we got a great lineup for you today. Uh, we're going to have Fred DeFelice. He's our water quality expert in studio here uh, today. We also have Lisa Wall. She's representing the ghostpublishing.com uh, book writing process. If you thought about publishing a book, Becoming a published author, she can talk to you about different programs that they have to do that. I've written three books now, and I just love the process of working with Eli and his team, Lisa Walls, and and the team at the Ghost Publishing. Uh, we also have Michelle James coming in studio as well, tax resolution specialist, tax pro of Tampa here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I want to thank our sponsors for this segment. We are giving a shout out to Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. If you want to know how to restore your body's systems with crucial vitamins and nutrients, uh, this can enable your body to perform in optimal conditions. Reach out to Replenish IV Solutions. Stephen and Lisa Gunnan right here in Tampa Bay. They've got a Gandhi location, two other locations in Tampa Bay as well. Plus, they can come to you and you can find them as well. Replenish ivsolutions.com and replenish iv solutions longtime friends of the consumer quarterback show hot listing for today 911 chippeway drive in apollo beach waterfront property on a canal bay access pool home with a screened in pool 911 chippeway drive in apollo beach five hundred ninety nine thousand dollar asking price updated kitchen and bathrooms great opportunity to own real estate uh, right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our real estate listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, so we got Michelle James in studio, attorney and CPA. Michelle James, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How about yourself? Awesome. Hello, good stuff. Tampa Bay. Yeah, so I love to talk about the opportunities because there's there are some challenges in the marketplace, but there's a lot of great opportunities. And uh, let's let's talk about that. What are you seeing on your end as far as opportunities go? So opportunities as far as tax advantages, we have and we've always had quite a few opportunity zones, um, quite a bit. In the Newport Ritchie area, in your Tampa area, um, and the banks have pretty much identified what those properties are, right? Okay. So it will already be listed as what we call an opportunity zone. And once you purchase or invest in an area that's considered an opportunity zone, then you're you have some favorable tax advantages. Uh, the the banks, as well as the IRS, um, gives you quite a bit of a break, right? So the banks will most likely qualify you for funding outside of, let's say, your uh, credit score. Okay. Right? Uh, because you are now getting into an area, and because you're building that area up, they're now a little bit more lenient of how they'll lend. 
And as far as the IRS is concerned, if those funds that you have invested into these opportunity zones came from, let's say, the sale of another property, right, which we would now have to recognize uh, capital gains, if you've reinvested those funds into an opportunity zone, they will now defer capital gains. Okay. Uh, over probably a period of about five years, as long as you keep it there, you can probably pretty much mitigate any type of capital gains on that project. Right. So okay, that so is that's, super. And, and we're talking about commercial properties typically. You can't really do that on residential. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So mostly commercial properties. And again, you know, if you if you go into an opportunity zone and you 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 find a let's say a property that you are trying to develop, um, if the even if it is a personal home. Right. Let's say it's a single family home. You still would be able to take some of the advantages of that, because, again, it's we're rebuilding, we're creating jobs, we're doing certain things. And so because of that and because it's an opportunity zone, you now get those tax credits that would follow. So even if a developer finds an opportunity zone area in a residential neighborhood, they would still be allowed all the different uh, tax advantages and things that um, okay. would apply. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. And you, you hear the 1031 exchange thrown out there. If people don't, or you're not you know, aware of what that is or how that works. It's basically, it's an ex, they call it an exchange because you're able to sell a property similar in style and uh, you know, like and similar property, they call it. So for example, if you sold a uh, multifamily property, maybe it had 182 units and you relocated that down to Tampa Bay, for example, in an opportunity zone, I've got properties over in the the Ebor area, uh, 801 and 803 East Palm Avenue, close to downtown, close to Ebor. But these are in an opportunity zone. So then that would be a commercial property shifting to a multifamily commercial property of similar and like kind. And then there are some other rules that go along with that. But, um, Michelle, you're saying that that would be in, in, if it's in an opportunity zone. Now, the taxable uh, income would be deferred for five years. Absolutely. Yeah. It is a great deal. Right. Yes. Where do we not <laughs> pay capital gains on the money that we're paying. Right. Uh, capital gains can range anywhere between 22 to about 35%. Yep. So we know that it can, that can be quite hefty. So if we are now looking to hold, you know, we're not necessarily looking for that money in our pockets right now. Right. You reinvest that into an area that allows these tax credits you no longer have to deal with that whole capital gains. Right. Right. You know, and, and I know a lot of times we we talk about, um, you know, the, the Trumps and everybody else that doesn't pay any taxes. And we get all upset. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we're like, oh, my God, we're paying so much taxes as taxpayers day to day. Our paycheck is being taxed or, you know, our investments, just pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. They're all in the real estate business. Yeah, a lot of them are. A lot what about of them Bezos are in the with Amazon. Like, yeah, what is they're, it's they're, real estate? It's or, or or if not, it's employee credits. Right, right. He's it's, bringing jobs. He's they're creating. bringing jobs to the area, mm-hmm. and so with that, you are allowed these credits. Mm-hmm. And you know, even my husband, he'll go. I don't see why you don't get upset at that. I, I don't because I understand. Yeah, that they're talking tax laws out here that we can use to our advantage if we properly apply them, which tends to be 
totally legitimate. Yeah. One of the great things that, that the United States has done is set up the tax uh, system based on real estate and home ownership. Absolutely. Uh, we're talking with Michelle James here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. She's an attorney and a CPA, taxproofoftampa.com. And uh, I brought a clip from uh, one of my favorite uh, podcasts I listen to, Charlie Kirk, about home ownership. So it seems like it goes with the theme. Let's let's play this clip real quick. Now, what's the difference between renting and owning? Well, those people that rent are much more likely to be obedient Democrat voters. Home ownership is one of the highest predictive qualities or data points of data that shows that someone is going to be a conservative. If you are in touch with the land, you are more likely to be a conservative and be proud of your country. If you are renting, then it's the tragedy of the commons. It's the HOA that takes care of that. I'm only here temporarily. I don't feel that I have equity, different type of equity than we've talked about before. That really means ownership. I don't feel as if I am in touch with the mortgage payment I am making. Now, we know this as the suburban housing boom took over America the last couple decades. But now, what is BlackRock doing artificially raising housing prices across the country? Now, this Wall Street Journal goes into great detail how dangerous this is for everyone involved. So Black, BlackRock is one of these hedge funds that comes in and buys up the, the inventory. They're I'm sure you've seen. With them. Yep. So, so these big these big institutional buyers, they're they're basically like a big corporation. They're looking to maximize the wealth for the shareholders, right? So they're coming in and they're buying up lots of properties again, just like they did back with the mortgage meltdown, which which works, you know, against. Uh, you know, in, in a lot of ways, yes, it's capitalism. But in another way, you know, you're forcing people into being a renter. And with renter comes less homeownership pride, mm-hmm. less care, pride in your community, uh, you know, higher crime, for example. You know, homeowners are going to care more about maintaining crime and having those, what do you call the crime search groups or right, watchdog right. groups, the, right? right. The, you know, the groups you're gonna, that watch out. Exactly. You're going right. to build wealth. I mean, it's going to have ownership pride, I think, is right. his point he's driving there. Uh, so, yeah, so that's another whole other part of this this real estate pie absolutely and here's the thing just going through COVID, yeah right if you were a homeowner and you rented chances are right big chance your tenant wasn't able to pay you right right so you had to continue making those mortgage payments because they didn't give us any relief as landlords Right. And the relief that if they did give to us was they just tacked it on to the back end. Right. Or they tacked it on, you know, or they they just added it up. And so now as soon as this is lifted, everything is due or else you're going into foreclosure. Yeah. Lump sum payment. Right. So, you know, for me, that whole thing with the just even COVID and home ownership. Well, once they get that eviction, what home ownership? Exactly. Right. And then there goes all your equity. Absolutely. And yeah. for those who own the homes who were not able to afford that. Right. On their own without the rental income. Now what happens to that? Yeah. Because then now they're going to straight foreclosure and they're beginning to lose, you know, the assets and things that they've built because they kind of relied on the rent to kind of make sure that that was paid. Now. If you start talking about banks, right, back in, what is it, 08, when the whole crash happened, yep. right, the they wanted to make sure that even without the rental income, you could afford these homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
pretty much the same thing that we're dealing with here, right? You were able, you were supposed to be able to still afford to pay your mortgage even without your renter. Yeah. And some, so, some lenders, by the way, you know, my background is heavy in lending and, and some lenders would say they would give you like 75% mm-hmm. of whatever lease agreement you would have accounting for vacancy rates and things like that. So underwriting guidelines varied a little bit, but yeah. Absolutely. But you know, are they going to come after you now? Because they say, well, maybe you were not in a place to own this property and now you're going into foreclosure. Is it going to be that same trend that we saw years ago where they now started going after the landlords because maybe now income overstated, understated, whatever the case might be to get the homes. Yeah. Does that now come into play since they weren't able to afford these properties in the first place? Right. Because the idea is you're supposed to still be able to to afford these rental homes, even though there's rental income coming in. Yeah. And and the the pandemic was, you know, what most people would call a a black swan effect. You know, it was something that nobody saw coming, kind of like 9-11 hitting the towers. Um, I want to shift gears. We're talking with Michelle James here, tax resolution specialist, taxproofampa.com. Give us some small business tips or medium, small to medium-sized businesses. I know you're helping people with tax returns. Uh, you can also do that review that we've talked about before as well uh, in, the, in the, the last few minutes here. What, what, what would be some practical tips or ideas, uh, strategies, maybe some success stories of things that you've seen working for other people that maybe our folks could listen to and take something from? So really, we know that a couple of years ago, probably about three they got rid of all the personal deductions, right? Mm-hmm. You you worked as a sales representative for a pharmaceutical company. You used your car. You were up and down the highways. You made six figures. You are now able to kind of write off the mileage. The IRS says no. How do we now go about, right, the fact that we still had to use our cars yep. to make that six, six figures? Yep. Uh, and so I encourage those people... Unfortunately, it is the way of becoming self-employed, right? Because that's really the only way that you're going to be able to get these deductions. So am I telling you to go out there and make up a fake entity? Absolutely not. But if you if you have a business, you need to start creating that LLC. If you have a hobby that you think can become profitable, then you need to start creating those LLCs. If you are a Just if you are in real estate and you are receiving a 1099 in your name, you need to start. You need to open an LLC. And they'll go, oh, I'm an LLC. Yeah, but you're what they call a disregarded entity. sole proprietor still the wrong taxation bracket for you. And so I say, speak to a professional. Find out what's the best way to kind of save on taxes. And that's probably the only thing, even for those, you know, let's say you have a W-2, you've purchased some rental properties, you make over $150,000, you now can't take the loss. How do you still get the loss? Well, it might be that we need to create an LOC, become your property manager. You become your own property manager. Mm -hmm. You hire a property management company. But whatever that is, now that comes over on a K-1, which now you're still able to kind of take those deductions that you wouldn't likely be able to take just because you're a W-2 and you exceed that income bracket. Right. 
you know, so I, I think it's all about restructuring. This is a great time right now to talk to an accountant, to talk to someone, to find out, right? A lot of people got some funding during the pandemic. Find out how to spend that. But prior to spending that, talk to someone. Yeah. Don't just go out and spend it. Because if you're making 150 on a W-2 and you buy a property, I can't help you. I can't. I don't care. The Schedule E can show a $25,000 loss. I can't give that to you, mm. right? Because of the income that you're making. So understand that maybe it is time to start talking to an advisor to start doing things a little bit differently right? and positioning yourself, um, you know, where you are able to take some of those tax deductions. Yeah. Thank you. You got to think of yourself more as a business and not, not the personal because that's where you're going to get the write-offs. You know, yes. the LLC set up a PA, a professional association, uh, different types of corporations for different types of businesses. That's where you have to reach out to Michelle James and get her insights on how or, to properly structure that. Absolutely. Or even a trust. Right. A 501c3. How do we make those entities work for us? Yeah. Right. It's not just about getting a nonprofit certification. How do you make it work for you? Right. These things are highly governed by the IRS. How do you get it to work for you? Right. Because we talked about it before, audits are going to be going up. Oh, absolutely, they got to. They're going to come looking absolutely. for that money that they're all printing they now. They have hired tons <laughs> yeah. of new auditors yeah. to get on this. And again, the pandemic brought about a lot of this right. with people who applied for these PPP loans. So yes, you are going to see a lot more audits because the IRS is wondering where's their tax money if you got this PPP money. Right? Where's my money coming from? Where's That's my right. money? Where's the payback? <laughs> where's the payback? Tax Pro. Of Tampa.com, best place to find you? www.taxproftampa.com. 813-831-6100. Yes. All right. Tax Pro of Tampa, Michelle James. Thanks so much. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Always. Awesome. All right. Uh, When we come back, Lisa Walls is going to be in studio, theghostpublishing.com. We're going to talk about ways that you can become a published author. And they've got some really cool programs going on right now uh, for uh, business owners, folks out there just looking to grow their sphere of influence. Great opportunity. The Ghost Publishing in studio here. Plus, our feel-good story of the day, uh, Waffle House employees in Alabama save high school graduates day. Find out about that more from our expert contributors right after this short break. Don't go anywhere. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend, Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. 
Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, your host of The Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, top 1% ranked uh, real estate team here in Tampa Bay, helping our sellers profit more on the sale of their real estate properties. Quick shout out to Chad Irrigation. Uh, talk to Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation. They do such a great job. If you are looking to add irrigation to your properties, they can access any kind of lake water. Of course, they can pull it from a well or connect to your city water location. Uh, Chad Irrigation, Victor and his team, they do a great job. First-hand experience on my property, and they are a first-class organization, and they can help you with your real estate properties as well. Uh, we got some hot property listings here in Tampa Bay. 1780 Clearwater Largo Road. This is a commercial property that is on a corner lot, so it's a co- commercial corner lot in Pinellas County, a major thoroughfare on Clearwater Largo Road. you got about 40,000 vehicles a day coming by, 12 parking spots, great opportunity to own real estate, maybe do a 1031 exchange on this property at 1780 Clearwater Largo Road. The property's priced in the low 200s as well. Great opportunity for ownership here in Tampa Bay. 6513 South County Line Road is 4.8 acres out in East Hillsborough County. Build your dream home at 6513 South County Line Road. And it backs up to a creek as well. English Creek Preserve right here in Tampa Bay. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Lisa Walls in the house. Lisa Walls, senior writer for the Ghost Publishing. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. All right. My pleasure. So it's never too early to build your brand, to start building your brand. And also that plays in with your social media as well. Yes. uh, We just brought a number of authors through the publishing process. And the biggest question we get once their book is complete is how do I promote it? Well, this is something that you can actually begin as you're thinking about writing your book. Uh, everybody who's got a message, they want to be an influencer, you know, they can promote themselves. Right. And you can build your brand now just yes. based around your ideals, the thoughts you have, random things. And the more random it is, probably the more approachable you'll seem and the more of an audience you're going to be really building. Right. So what's an example of that, like randomness? like? Well, look, you know, we love using social media to rant and we love using it also to connect with people that we care about or who are a way away. And 
you know, we can do both. We can share our thoughts and opinions on social media, but do it in a way that gets read. I know um, clickbait gets a bad rap, uh, but there's something about providing something intriguing in the conversation and getting people to stop in their tracks and think about something that maybe they haven't thought about. Um, Have you thought about the five best ways to toilet train your child. I mean, these things come up on Facebook all the time. Right. But as people who want to be part of the influencing community, even if it's just to reach out in our sphere and influence friends and neighbors um, to our point of view or an ideology, you know, we can actually engage with media in a powerful, present way that drives people to follow us. And it's just a matter of employing things that keep things to a nutshell and, and on point, and at the same time, we're offering them really valid information they could use. I like that, especially for, you know five top things, like you said, free report, click here, you know ways to get engagement. I want to talk with Lisa more after the quick break here. Uh, Lisa Walls, theghostpublishing.com. She's a senior writer. And have you ever thought of writing your own book? Well, we can talk to you more about that on the flip side. Stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, and make sure you check out consumerqb.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Thanks for sticking with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. We got Lisa Walls in studio as well, the ghostpublishing.com. She's a senior writer with the Ghost Publishing. You've heard Eli on the show as well well in the past as well. I want to let you know about a couple of hot property listings here from Tampa Bay uh, area properties that we've got here. 1200 Gulf Boulevard, number 1805. This is a property that is a penthouse suite available, 4,000 plus square feet uh, right here in Tampa Bay on Sand Key. And it's a beautiful property. 1805 is the unit number. It's over at the Meridian on Sand Key. Resort style amenities. You've got a garage and parking spaces and storage. 1100 plus square foot of terrace uh, with a gazebo. Two golf side balconies. Three bedroom suites with an office. Uh, and just 4,000 square foot, beautiful property, $2.67 million listing of mine. And you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. And this segment sponsor is going to be the Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, the Bill Maher Beach Resort on Treasure Island. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you when you do your booking. And give Clyde Smith, he's a general manager, a call. Give him a call. Let him know the real estate quarterback sent you. They've got two pools on site, Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant. And it's just a great way to get away from the uh, Tampa Bay hustle and bustle. Take that drive over the causeway and relax on the beach, Treasure Island. 
Yeah, Bill Maher Beach Resort. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. All right, Lisa Walls in studio here, the ghostpublishing.com senior writer. And one of the best ways to really solidify yourself as an expert is to write the book on whatever you're doing. Become that go-to expert. Grow your sphere of influence. And it's just a really cool way to do it with working with a ghostwriting company like uh, your, your team does. Yeah, absolutely. Your ideas are your currency, right? But right. you can't spend them unless you have a following or a tribe. Um, so, you know, that's why we're talking today about promoting yourself because your ideas are your business. Right. You know, they that's what draws the people to you. It's what sells the book. Um, but it also is what creates uh, an opportunity after the book sale to s- expand your reach you know, and, and get your ideas out into the public sphere. Yeah, grow your sphere of influence. I mean, if you look at the power of social media today uh, with, with different, uh, you know, people from all walks of life, all businesses, it's it's funny now. What's interesting, too, is I was looking at uh, with my – it's funny to see because my daughter's generation coming up, you know, you got these these YouTubers and Instagrammers and uh, the, the, the TikTokers, you know, they're they're boxing each other. So you got this kid that's got four million followers. The other guy fought. He fought a guy that had ten million followers, and they're just promoting a boxing match. And neither one of them are professional boxers, but they know they're going to sell tickets. People are going to promote it, and it, and it all started with you know posting videos online. And your daughter's generation, my son's generation, you know, they would rather support this. Right. Then they would go out to, uh, you know, a restaurant and spend money there. They would rather support these online creators. Yeah. Uh, it's just become a huge, fascinating world, not just YouTube and TikTok, but Patreon, um, yeah. you know, where people raise money as if we're back to the days of sponsoring artists and creating this culture where um, they're actually being supported by the people who love their art. Right. It's the same thing, only it's just yeah. now through media. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely you know they're they're into that type of a uh, you know matchup, and then it comes with all these subsequent videos. And oh, by the way, he said he's going to beat him. Oh, I'm going to beat you. You know the whole so you get the whole hype and the pre-interview, the pre-shows, and then there was another big one with um, one of the Paul brothers. I forget if it's Logan Paul or the other Paul that fought. Uh, I think it was Mayweather or you know fought one of the the guys that was just a professional. So these cross, and then you see like the MMA guys getting into it with the boxers. But anyways, back to writing your book this is a way that you can can start that whole process of building up your sphere of influence and then kind of take it where it goes from there yeah the lesson there is partnering with people who have similar spheres of influence right and broadening both of yours together exactly connecting with the people who you think of them as maybe your competition but not in today's media world right they're actually a launch pad potentially to you building your tribe that's right and you expanding your reach and partnering together that mutual benefit it's you know it's it's how media social media now is actually being done more and more especially yeah. on YouTube. It's a win-win and you, and you see people also podcasters have been doing this for a long time jumping on each other's podcasts. Now uh, my followers are going to know this follower and, and and all their followers will will consequently know me and my team and and uh, you know so that's that's such a cool way to do it now you can grow your reach. Back in the day you had you know three or four main channels and that was it. Yes. Now you've got multiple channels and 
you know, all these different social sites, and it's so easy. The barrier to entry is so much easier now than it was 20 years ago. It's so low. But also a process that's happening that we've seen is the cream is rising to the top. Right. So there's a sifting that's going on. If the content is good, if the content is really entertaining, really informative, really helping people or just exciting people or or positive, that's the content that's going to rise to the top. Right. So you have YouTubers feeling very positive and encouraged to promote each other yes. because – uh, even if they're going after the same audience, that audience has the bandwidth to watch a five-minute YouTube video on minimalist uh, living yeah. and another five-minute video on organizing your house for minimalist living. Right. So it's really okay to cross-promote. You, there's enough uh, opportunity out there. Nobody has to feel territorial. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking with Lisa Walls here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. TheGhostPublishing.com is the website, TheGhostPublishing.com. You know, I have this happen all the time. I, I talk to people about real estate, and I just get off into a conversation. And, you know, people, they love to tell you their highlights in their career, uh, um, you know, achievements and things of that nature. And, I, and I'm all the time I'm saying, you need to write your book. I'm like, Eli, call this person. You guys need to call this person because there's so many different uh, people that have a story in them. I don't think they actually understand that the ghostwriting services can help them do it and it's something easy, you know, the barrier well, to entry. Yeah, that and I, I don't. I think they underestimate how much influence they would have if they could reach people and how much they already have within their current sphere. Right. Like if you wrote a Facebook post, uh, 10 things you must do before selling your house, right. people are going to read it because they want to hear what Brandon Rhymes says about that because they know you through Facebook. They've seen your stuff. Yep. They feel a connection to you. They want to know it. They've probably read a, a post identical to that right. two weeks ago, but yep. they want to hear what you have to say about it. So. Right. You have the ability to reach your tribe and build your reach based on the content you personally create because it's coming from you. Right. You're endorsing that content. You are endorsing the points. Those are ideas that you promote. Yeah. That carries a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and you have that. And, you know, something like right now I think would be a good idea would be something like the the 10 opportunities or five best opportunities in real estate right now. Because I just heard another great one this weekend. The, you know, the, the Tampa Bay market's so hot in terms of uh, buyers moving here and, and selling and, and, of course, for sellers. But find that niche market. Like there's certain places like, for example, Virginia, southwest Virginia, where people are moving out of that area and you can buy properties at – very low prices, as a, as a gentleman introduced me to. So find where the market's hot, for example. But that, to your point, you know, everybody has their own expertise, and they and then the more that you can highlight and accentuate that expertise, and you do that by writing blog posts, social media videos, and of course writing your book. That's right. I mean, not every realtor is going to have insight into the Virginia real estate market like you would because of who you connect with. Right. Uh, that's huge value. Yeah. And you can bring that to Tampa Bay. So, right. you know, yeah, the, who you are and ha- is is just as important as what you're saying because right. of the unique experience and connections you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lisa, what else is going on in the world of your uh, ghostwriting? Other books you got? You got? Do you have any events coming up as well? We do. We are building up for another forty-five day write your book challenge to kick off the first of September, first week of September. We're really excited about that because the last few there have been a lot of people who thought they could never get their book finished. They could never get that entry. That barrier to entry was too high. Right. And they realized, no, actually, I can just join a Facebook group. 
test myself, see what I can come up with. And then, of course, we provide lots of options to make sure people get the book they want and they get it out. That's awesome. So 45 days, write your own book. Mm-hmm. Write your book awesome. challenge. And that starts first week of September. Nice. Well, that's, a, that's a good goal for somebody, I think. I remember when I was writing my first book, it was like, oh, man, where do I find the time? And then I would do – luckily for me, I could do voice notes into the phone and I would start compiling the data. But, yeah, it's for some people, sometimes it's an overwhelming thing to think about. Yes. And for us, it's an intensive experience, those 45 days, because we're online, we're communicating, we're sending out materials constantly for 45 days, coaching people back and forth for 45 days. But, you know, we just keep doing it because when every time we have a launch for those folks, somebody is coming up to us saying, when are you doing the next one? Right. When are you doing the next one? So we had a launch recently and we had so many people come up to us. We said, well, I guess we got to do another one. There you go. I like it. Yeah, it's it's such a neat thing. It's fun to do. And even even, you know, for example, like your your grandparents, you know, all the great stories that they have. I mean, I feel like our the, the where our society's at right now, we're losing sight of, you know, the grandparent story of how they, you know, would would you know, work the fields in the summertime, can tomatoes and and just save and you know, we're kind of getting throwing it, you know, a lot of times we throw stuff away. Back then they would save everything and you know that was valuable. Yeah, and they made decisions so differently than we did. Those things should right. be codified. We should be reflecting on that, right? right? And it's going to be our generation and our kids generation that's going to have to publish those stories. That's right. Yeah, cuz there's a, there's a story out there. So ghostwriting is is just a really unique uh, you know, profession and business, and it seems like you guys are doing a great job. How many books now have you have you guys written? I think it was close to like 250 or something like that that Eli talked about. Um, well, I know my husband, who's senior editor, he has personally edited 113 books. Wow! In the last few years, 113 books—that's so. a lot of books to be <laughs> editing and going through, and then and it's a, it's a process, but it's a it's a fun process, and it's a very rewarding process. Uh, when you get to the finish line. It is. These authors are excited. They're powerful people who have just needed an opportunity to step on a stage yeah. and get their message out and their ideas put forth. And and the book gives them that. That's right. And I know one of our uh, crypto experts, um, Mr. Shimbakar, we sent him over there. And, you know, that's a that's a unique area, too. You know, that's a kind of an emerging area. So he's writing a book now about cryptocurrencies and, and all those different chapters that go along with that. That's going to be an amazing book. He has a perspective that not many people in that space have. Right. Everybody needs to know it. Yeah, I love it. All right, Lisa Walls, theghostpublishing.com. Final thoughts, best contact info? Uh, Always Lisa at theghostpublishing.com. And um, just happy to work with people who have a positive message. We need more of them. More positivity. I love that. That's a good place to, to end the interview on. Thanks a lot, Lisa. Appreciate you coming in. My pleasure. Awesome. All right. Coming up, uh, we've got notes from Fred DeFelice, our water science expert contributor, waterscience.us, water quality expert. It's the most important thing that we can do is to find out what's in our water, what we're doing on a daily basis. And uh, James is going to join me in studio with notes from Fred DeFelice, waterscience.us. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Work Done, and you're listening to The Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. 
If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Appreciate you hanging out with us here on the program. Every day we'd like to tell you something good in our feel-good story of the day. Tell me something good. All right, so employees at a Waffle House in Alabama rallied to help an 18-year-old co-worker attend his high school graduation. Uh, Timothy Harrison's high school graduation was being held across town uh, when he showed up to work at his Waffle House shift at Centerpoint, Alabama. His manager and co-workers were surprised to see him. They said, wait. Why aren't you at graduation? He said, uh, his manager, Cedric, said, he says, I, I don't, I didn't have a, a way to get across town for the, to the crossplex for the ceremony, Timothy replied, because I wasn't able to get tickets for my family and I was working. He says, uh, his manager chimed in and says, well, um, you know, I was like, well, you're going. He told him, he said, you're going. And so uh, they, the team rallied around. They went out and bought him some new slacks, a dress shirt, and a tie. And then Shantae, uh, drove Timothy across town just in time for the commencement, and she didn't have a ticket, so she waited in the parking lot. And he says, quote, I had people want to see me succeed. It kind of made me excited, Harrison told uh, the local uh, station. And he said, when I went to put my clothes, it was a different feeling. I didn't even know what the words, a million dollars, it was feeling at my best. So there's your feel-good story of the day. Waffle House employee in Alabama saves high school graduates day. So that's your feel-good story of the day. Uh, we got James D. Jerome joining me in studio. Now, you think that graduation is no big deal and it's uh, it's just for your parents or something like that. It's exciting, man. you got to go through that. It's a sense of accomplishment. You want to say, I did that, I went through that, I got it done. That's so right. I'm all for doing that. I, I, I feel all those kids should take pride in graduation. Yeah, and you know, the, the kids working at Waffle House probably didn't have you know the, the family behind them. His yeah. dad was, you know, mom, you know, hey – you got to go to this. This is something you're going to do. You're going to remember that, man. Yeah. So that's a memory. So that's, that's exactly. a good story. Yeah, man. Now, Fred DeFelice, when he comes on here, I always love Fred. Of course, we love Fred. He's a longtime guest on the show, and he does a great job informing us about water. The thing about Fred is he's been in water all his life. That's right. <laughs> Mostly hot with his wife. Now, I had yeah. to do that. I did his punchline because I, I, he never does a show without giving us that joke. Mostly so. hot water. Yeah. That's right. Mostly hot water with the wife. <laughs> now, he had a bunch of updates for us. I don't know if you've been following the Piney Point story. We had a big issue down there in Manatee County. Unfortunately, we had about 600 million gallons of uh, toxic water that was from a phosphate mine that was being held. And they discovered a leak. In order to get this leak repaired, they had to go under this 20-foot wall and put this, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, steel, big steel patch on this tank that they had all this water in. Wow. Well, anyway, unfortunately, they had to release... 
a bunch of that water into the bay. So we've had a little bit of a red tide issue. We're not saying it's directly related to Piney Point, but we're hoping that uh, this water can be saved because on, uh, let's see, last month, engineers were forced to shut down the system, send about 100,000 gallons of processed water per day into the county's wastewater treatment system. Uh, that's a lot more than they can handle. So they had to wow. push some of that water out. So again, we talk about drinking water, the quality of water. It's critical, and it's expensive to make mistakes with it. Here's yeah. what the state officials have said. They expect Piney Point closure to cost $200 million. The Florida legislature has approved half that money earlier this year, but we're still scrambling to get the rest of that. So you can imagine that's a big, big issue, wow. and that's a big problem sitting out there in a, in a bay just waiting. to Someone's got to handle that. We don't know exactly what to do with that yet. What was the origination of that? Well, it was a phosphate mine, and they used the water to cool things off, just oh. like a nuclear f- facility would. But it's okay. so enriched with fertilizer now that it's so nutrient-rich, if you push that out in the bay, algae blooms uh-huh. and starts to push that red tide and that stuff that grows on the surface. Yeah. So it becomes an issue for choking out the sea life underneath, you know, wow. because it covers the surface. Yeah. So I we're talking about that on the news this yeah. morning on our, on our to, station. Uh, we this don't morning. want red tide back. We've had issues in the past. We're hoping that we will not experience that like we have in the past. It creates a real mess on the beach. It smells horrible, all the fish yep. kill and that kind of thing. So. Yeah, lung causes issues. That's right. Breathing issues. So hopefully we'll get away from that. And, uh, uh, we talk a lot about microplastics on the show. Of course, Fred offers everyone the bottled water challenge. He, he wants you to come out, let him come out to your place, test your water, and see if he can spend more on bottled water than you would on getting his clean, uh, natural water. And one of the developments with microplastics recently is these scientists in the U.K. started studying where microplastics were coming from. They found that a lot of them originated from water companies. So the water company would release, their, they would clean out their system during times of low uh Water. So if you had a drought, for instance, they would release some treated water that they had in their plant, but it included a lot more microplastics than the original water does. It tends to stay in the lake bed. So they talked about finding out who the actual polluters are because these microplastics are pervasive. We talk about them. They're everywhere, right? Yeah. We talked about the top of the Alps. They're in the bottom of the deepest ocean. They're in our body. They're in kids. Newborn babies have it in their blood. Mm. So it's everywhere that we can find it. And now these, uh, these engineers have developed a satellite that has the ability to read ocean surface roughness and determine where the flow of these microplastics are coming from. So the innovative new tracking method means that sources of microplastics can be identified more easily. So the new data shows spike in microplastic concentrations at the mouth of the Yangtze River, for instance, Mm -hmm. long thought to be a major source of this type of ocean pollution. We talk a lot about uh, the environment and making sure that we have clean water, but it's, this is a global issue. It, right. If we it obey is. the law and set all these hard precedents in place, and we're very diligent about make, taking care of our environment, but our neighbor is not, then we're well, in the same not. boat. Right? That's the thing. Well, it's it could China, be anyone. Especially it, with the air quality, a lot of it's China. It could be anything. The, the, the point is, it takes a global cooperation. This is a global issue, and we, we're going to have yeah. to monitor everything globally. And yep. this idea that we have satellite technology... We can start to identify polluters at the source. That's interesting. I think that's a great uh, thing because at this point, the ocean is full of this stuff, and we can't identify where it even came from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So moving forward, it'd be nice to be able to actually say, hey, you're responsible for this, and you need to clean that up. That way we wouldn't have a burden yeah. on the taxpayers. Hit them with the, hit them with the hefty fine. Absolutely. Uh, we also have had the Oldsmar uh, water plant hack. I don't yes. know if you recall that was in the news. Yes. Uh, we had folks somehow get into the computer system over there at Oldsmar and attempt to poison the water supply. So it was created a huge, I mean, I wasn't aware that that could even be done. It created this, uh, people were suddenly shocked, you know, uh, high profile cyber attacks against water and wastewater systems will increase. The government team seems to think that this is going to be something they're going to see more of. Uh, nation state and terrorist cyber actors seeking to exploit enduring vulnerabilities to achieve financial, geopolitical, and ideological objectives. So the ransom idea. Mm-hmm. So they, they can hold your water hostage. That kind of thing is going on right now. So that's something that is, is, is I, again, I never in a million years thought of that. And well, in Oldsmar, it was just a plain, straight-up 
they were trying to kill people. Well, they, they were trying to introduce toxic levels into yeah. the drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. And did they ever find out who was to, the perpetrator? As of that? now, they have not solved that or found out exactly what that uh, origin, where the attack originated from. Yeah. At least it's not been released in the news if they have. Right. So some other quick uh, issues with water in our state. You know, in Palm Beach, West Palm area, they've had to uh, they've had freshwater drinking problems uh, for decades. Florida has mortgaged its future, opting for short-term economic gain over long-term sustainability. So a lot of times we're pushing water to folks that don't have it. They right. don't have it themselves, so we're supplying it to them. Yep. So uh, we're seeing that play out in, in West Palm Beach now. Uh, they have contaminated drinking water. So in North Florida, with its pristine springs, is being drained. So we're kind of stealing water from places, much like California did when they get dry. We're trying to go to the north to get water. Yep. South needs water from the south. So everyone's trying to find fresh water, and that's starting to happen because we've had some pollution in our in our water system. So uh, the start of Memorial Day weekend, the city of West Palm Beach advised residents not to drink the city's water. Abnormally high concentrations of toxins, poisonous substances— caused by bacterium and blue-green algae. So, again, when they have a scare like that, they have to get their water from somewhere else. Yeah, that's a tough That's a tough scenario. And Fred's, Fred has these whole house systems. Mm-hmm. They're going to treat the whole water coming in from the city. And then they also – Fred has the under-sink uh, right. system as well. That The technology is pretty good on that, uh, well, the, James. The organics. You know, the whole idea of Fred's thing is he's not uh, adding chemicals to your water to make it safe for you. He's removing chemicals from your water with very simple uh, plant material. So this is organic material he's using to filter out the toxins. Yep. You know, a I lot think of it's folks carbon. Have, yeah, it, it, it's based? carbon, coconut husk, and some other carbon-based material. That's right. Uh, a lot of folks out there think, well, I don't need that. I have a water softener. It turns out the water softener is not helping the situation at all. It's producing large amounts of salt, and it's pumping the salt back into the system when it back charges. Yep. So it's releasing Wasting a lot, a lot of, water. of water, a, yep. a lot of wastewater, and a lot of additional saline going into the water. So it's not something that automatically cures your problems. Fred has a much cheaper, simpler solution and a little bit better for you, your health, and your family's health. And again, he wants to give you that challenge. He'll come right out to your place, test your water, tell you exactly what's in your water. And tell you what you're spending on bottled water as it relates to the affordability of his product. And it is very affordable. And it's amazing how simple it is to just have clean water coming out of your tap. Imagine that. A time when you could just go to your sink, turn it on, and drink the water. And drink the water. Let's give them the hotline in case they want to reach out. Water Bottle Challenge. Fred DeFelice. WaterScience.us. 813-750-0550. Call or text water to 813-750-0550. And we'll put you right in touch with Fred DeFelice, our you know, expert contributor in that he space. He is a master plumber. Family's always been in the plumbing business. He's got a real in-depth knowledge of this kind of thing. It's not something that he's just learned lately, or he's not just a salesman for a water cleaning product. Right. The guy spent his whole life doing this. He has. So he can see problems in your house system, in your plumbing, beyond just your drinking water quality. Super nice guy as well. Thanks yeah. a lot, James. Appreciate you jumping in there. And uh, Fred DeFelice, Lisa Walls, Michelle James on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Another great show. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And continue to tune into our show and support Salem Media Family right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.